What's up, college basketball fans? Welcome back into the Sidelines Podcast. I'm your host, Evan Daniels, college basketball insider over at FS1, as well as the director of basketball recruiting at 24-7 Sports. Today's episode is the 51st episode of the Sidelines Podcast, and the featured guest is Oklahoma point guard Trey Young, who's in the midst of a ridiculous freshman season. Trey and I discussed his conversation with Baker Mayfield after the Rose Bowl, his productive season, advice from guys like Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, and Russell Westbrook, as well as his fear of birds. In the last segment, I bring on 24-7 Sports colleague Josh Gershon to dive into Trey Young as a prospect, who he was as a high school basketball player, and where he may land in the NBA draft. Before we get to that interview with Trey Young, I want to make sure that you are supporting the Sidelines podcast. You can do that over on Apple Podcasts and or your favorite podcast app. Hit that subscribe button for me. You can also leave leave a rating and or a review. That would be extremely helpful. If you want, you can shoot me a note over on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Evan Daniels. Would love to know what you think of the podcast. And if you have a a suggestion for a future guest, I would love to hear it. Well, without further ado, let's jump to that interview with Oklahoma point guard, Trey Young. It's time to go with Evan Daniels. Send it in, big fella. Now let's welcome in Oklahoma point guard and one of the most productive players in college basketball so far this season, Trey Young, to the sidelines with Evan Daniels podcast. Trey, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing uh, doing well. Trying to trying to stay warm, as I'm sure you are in in, in Oklahoma. Um, let, let's start with the Rose Bowl last night. I'm sure maybe a sore subject for you, but I'm, I'm sure you watched that. What do you think of that college football overtime, and how tough would it be to to end your season in that type of format? Oh, oh, I, I felt so bad for my my best friends who play football. Um, I mean, Bake had a is one of my really good friends, and he had a I mean terrific year. I mean, as everybody knows, and terrific career here. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's definitely tough. Uh, I was really pulling for him. Um, those are the type of games. I mean, you just got to tip your hat. You got to tip your hat. That was, that's going to be a game that, I mean, is going to be remembered forever. Uh, one of the best the best Rose Bowl games to have ever to have ever happened. So, I mean, you got to tip your hat to the other team. Yeah, it was a great game to watch, but uh, sad my, my Sooners didn't pull it out. Have you have you talked to Baker since? Yeah, yeah. I, t- I talked to Baker. Um, I mean, I tweeted him after the game, but then I also texted him. We, we texted back and forth after. And, um I mean, I have mad respect for him, and, and he's a good dude, too. Awesome. Well, let's talk about your season, man. Um, you know, how about this start? You know, averaging nearly 30 points a game, over 10 assists a game. I'm sure that you had high personal expectations, but did you see this kind of start for your freshman season coming? Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, it, it may surprise you, but, but yeah, I actually did. Like, I just, I just put so much preparation and, and, and work, work in this summer, I mean, I mean, to have a season like this, um, I mean, I didn't know specifically I would average around 30 and 10, but I mean, I mean, I, I put a lot of preparation and work, like I said, into it. Um, but I think it also helped that, I mean, I had a lot of people who, I mean, who used to play in, I mean, in the Big 12 and uh, big time road games. And that really helped me uh, prepare mentally for, for that type of stuff. So uh I think I just had a, a lot of people that around me that helped me um be so ready and prepared for for this year and this moment so that was good 
Trey, I think one of the most impressive things about your start, at least to me, and, and obviously you know I saw you a ton in high school, is, is basically how you bypass the adjustment period. Usually uh, when a guy goes from high school to college, there's, there's an adjustment, whether it's the speed of the game or um, strength or, or stuff like that. But this transition has been so seamless for you. What do you attribute that to? Uh, I mean, I, I give a lot of credit to our, to our strength coach. Um, I mean, he got me ready for I mean, for the physical side and, uh, I mean, and the off-season workouts and stuff like that. But I also give a lot of credit to Coach Kruger. I mean, just always, every day, I mean, we're, we're always in the, up in the film room watching film and figuring out different ways to get better, um, not only as a, as a team but individually as well and things like that. But, uh, I mean, we, we took a foreign, foreign tour over the summer and, um, I mean – it's crazy because my first our first game together, uh, coach obviously did he did five in and five out to do different, show different lineups and stuff like that. But um, when we started the game, we started down twelve uh, zero. Uh, we were down and uh, he subbed us and so that that was my first little five minutes of, of college basketball to me. <laughs> um, that was a little taste. We were down twelve zero, so uh, that was my little my little break, I, I guess. Um, but no, that's. It's all been an adjustment um, for me, but I think that summer tour really helped me. Uh, I mean, get adjusted quicker. I was talking to um, uh, Oklahoma assistant Chris Crutchfield about your game earlier in the week, and you know, he told me that one of the things that he's been so impressed with is how you how you think the game. How do you develop that? Is that watching tape? Uh, yes, yeah, sir. I mean, I believe it is. Is uh, watching a lot of film, watching a lot of tape on. On, on different ways to, I mean, on different ways to, to play basketball. I mean, dissect defenses, how to get open, uh, just the little things that they can get you to the next level um, and take your game to the next level. Um, I think a lot of it is, like you said, watching film. And uh, that's one thing that Coach Kruger, I mean, prides, prides himself a lot in is, is watching film and uh, finding different ways to, I mean, to get better off in, offensively and defensively and, uh, I've been able to do that with Coach, and Coach Crutchfield has definitely helped me on the mental side of, of the basketball game. I know in the off season you spent a little time working uh, working out with Chauncey Billups, obviously a tremendous player uh, in the NBA. What what was it like working out with a, a player of that caliber? Oh, I mean, Chauncey's a Chauncey's a legend. Um, I mean, my dad was fortunate to play against him, and they they had some battles in college, and uh, my dad. My dad had a lot of stories about him, and Chauncey's the same with my dad. So, uh, uh, I mean, it's, it's always awesome when I get to go out there and, and train with him for a little bit and pick his brain. And like I said, like, at the beginning, I think that's why I, I was so ready to come in and, and make a, a quick adjustment um, because I was able to pick a guy like Chauncey's brain, and uh, he was able to help me so much in the summer just being prepared um, to come in and, and do big things right away. And, uh, one thing he always told me is just winning takes care of everything. Um, being able to win at this level is going to take care of everything, and he, he definitely helped me um, coming into the season. Now, I said it off top, but you, you've, you know, you've been arguably the most productive player in college basketball this season. Uh, in high school, you were highly ranked, but more in the teens and 20s than ranked as a top 10 player. How much did that motivate you uh, during the off season? Uh, I mean, I... I'm not gonna lie. I think I think it motivated me um, more when I was younger. 
uh, I'll say younger, like 16, <laughs> 17, and, and uh, like, I'm, like I'm old. But uh, no, uh, I mean, more more my sophomore and junior year. But once I, I got got to my senior year and I was able to, I mean, to make the McDonald's All-American game and stuff like that, um, I think that that was my motivation. Um, it was just, just continuing to get better. Um, I knew all, all that would take care of itself and just, just focusing on winning and, and doing the right things every day you step on the court. I mean, it would all take care of itself. I didn't really look too much at the rankings, um, and, and let that motivate me. Uh, I'm not going to lie and say I didn't look at them, but, uh, I didn't, I just didn't let that motivate me. I, I found another, another motivation and it was just to get better and, um, keep getting better each and every day. Let's talk a little bit about you getting better and, and your development. How are you a different as a player today than a year ago? I think I'm just I think I'm just more um, cerebral. Um, I think I've I've gotten to a point where I know how to to manage the game a lot better and uh, you know know how to pick my spots and when to score and when to get everybody involved and uh, I mean just different things like that. Um, I think I've, I've gotten a lot better at doing that, and hopefully I can continue to, to, to get better at that. But, um, I mean, I feel like that's just one thing I, I learned I mean, since I've gotten here is just spending so much time with Coach and uh, him, I mean, telling me how, I mean, I just have to manage the game and know when to pick my spots and uh, just know when to, to run the clock and just do different things and, I mean, just, just run the team. Your feel and pick and roll seems pretty advanced um, just from going through tape on you. How have you been able to progress with your pick and roll reads and, and kind of having the patience to make the right plays? Uh, I've definitely watched a lot of film this summer um, on, on pick and rolls. I uh, watched a lot of Chris Paul over the summer and, and how he, he is in the pick and rolls, Steve Nash. And, um, they're, they're both really well, I mean, do really good in the pick and roll. Um, and I think my ability to shoot the ball definitely helps uh, my pick and roll game um, become a lot easier because you have to respect my shot. So I, I just think that that made it a lot e- easier. I watched a lot of film over the summer with coach and uh, I mean by myself and just, just came out in the gym and worked on it. Um, so I think that made it a lot easier and uh, just film. To you, be honest with you. you, you mentioned shooting the ball, and obviously that's a big part of your game. Um, you know, you sh- you've shot it really well this season, and you've shot it really well from deep. I mean, do you f- do you feel like your range is 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 somewhat unlimited? And it, it almost feels like you have kind of the Buddy Heald green light uh, that that Lon Kruger gave him w- when it comes to scoring. Uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely feel like I can shoot. Um, I mean, from from a pretty far range. Uh, I mean, I definitely get get questioned sometimes by coach and. He sometimes gets on me from taking some bad shots, but uh, for the most part, I try to <laughs> I try to take the best shot possible. Um, me and me and Coach Crutchfield uh, were joking the other day about um, how uh, I mean sometimes sometimes the, the the further I shoot, the more open I'll I'll be, and sometimes that's a better look than being closer to the line and guarded. Um, so I mean we we joked about it, but that's sometimes a little bit true. So. Uh, and and it's tough because sometimes I don't even know where I'm at on the court. I just know that I'm in range, and uh, and I look back at the game the next day or 
or or two days later and be like, oh my gosh, what was I doing? <laughs> like I was, I didn't know I was that deep. But uh, but yeah, no, I I definitely feel like I I um, I mean shoot 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 from pretty far. But I I think I think I get a lot of confidence because of the coach. I mean the way coach lets me lets me play. Um, I think that that really helps a player um, perform a lot better when your coach gives you the freedom and confidence confidence in you that you're going to you're going to make the right play and you're going to you're going to do the right thing um and so i think that just that just ultimately helps me get a lot of confidence and in the way i play and uh that definitely helps it it seems like you've been getting a lot of steph curry comparisons um by college basketball pundits who who in the nba do you think your game resembles the most and and why uh yeah I, i definitely hear that um I mean, I, I feel like I, I have a little bit of of uh, steps in my game, um, but I feel like I have a, a few different players. Um, I mean, obviously, I feel like I can score a little bit, like a guy like Damian Lillard. Um, I mean, even a little bit of Kyrie uh, with, with the the way I can get to my spot. But uh, I mean, I feel like I just try to to, to take parts of a, a lot of different guys' NBA uh, NBA's game. So uh, not just one specific. Um, but there's just a lot of a lot of NBA players. You know, I I don't think the everyday fan quite realizes like in in high school you were able to spend quite a bit of time around a guy like Steph Curry at his camp or, you know, LeBron James at at, at his camp. How much do those experiences do you think help you and and maybe did you have a big takeaway from from spending so much time around those guys at, at some of those elite basketball camps? Oh, definitely. Uh definitely I was able to I mean, I was blessed enough to be able to go to things like that, and um, I think one of the the biggest camps that I I took the most from was um, Chris Paul's camp. Um, I think it was my junior summer and uh, going into my my senior year, and uh, right before I think it was my 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 last PGM year, I just took so much uh, from from Chris Paul and being able to pick his brain a little bit. I, I mean, I still talk to him today, and uh, and I'm able to. To, to pick his brain and, and learn different things from him, and um, I mean, it, it, I've been blessed enough to to talk to guys like that and be able to learn from them, and um, for them to be able to to I mean, I wouldn't say guide me through this process, but just I mean, just tell me tell me how this process is, and telling me to to enjoy it, but also just just know it's it's a job if you want to take it serious. So I. I've just taken everything, I mean, in strides and uh, just, just try to learn a little bit more and more each time I, I'm able to talk to them. You know, it seems like a pretty wide range. You've gotten a pretty wide range of support from NBA players. I've seen Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul, you mentioned, and LeBron James go to social media and kind of shout you out or, or show support. W- what does that mean to you, seeing that? Uh, it means a lot. I mean, it means a lot of... I mean, some of my idols growing up are, are uh, I mean, that means they're they're watching my game, and I mean, uh, I mean, they're, they're big big supporters, and that that's awesome. Um, Be able to see that. Uh, I mean, it was, it was pretty cool the other day. I I got one from from a legend and someone who I I talked to, uh, or my or my I talked to my dad about because he's a big fan of his is, is Rod Strickland. Um, I mean, he he tweeted me the other day and. Uh, I mean, my I've, I've been able to to know about his game 
um, just because my dad and him being just, I mean, a big fan of his. Uh, but that was that was probably one of the biggest, I mean, biggest ones that I, I thought uh, was pretty cool. Yeah, he's one of the best passers um, of all time. Oh yeah, for sure. He, uh, I think he's top ten all time, and um, I mean, an assist in the NBA, and, and I think steals too. Um, but he, I mean, he's a legend. He's a legend, and, and that was pretty cool. I think my dad even tweeted him back, so that was that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny as well. <laughs> I know you've also gotten close with KD uh, and Westbrook from being in Oklahoma. What's maybe the best piece of advice one of those guys has given you? Um, I mean, when, when KD was here, I, I was—I mean, I was pretty close with KD, and um, I mean, he, he just told me to enjoy this process um, because when it got to when it got to the next level and the highest level, um, it becomes. A business it becomes a business and um i mean i mean this is it's a lot more serious than it is in college so just enjoy it and and have fun but also take it serious but um i mean i, I was able to talk to, to russ a, a few weeks ago and, and stuff like that um i mean he, he just wants me to keep hooping uh one thing it, it was funny uh i think it was my first game of the season and i was close to a triple double I think I had 15, 10, and eight rebounds, and I was joking with him about about uh, almost getting the triple double. And he was telling me how how I gotta go get those rebounds early, go get those rebounds early. <laughs> and so uh, it, it's fun. Um, it's always fun getting to talk to those guys. And he's he, he's also. Um, I mean, I'm a big fan of his, and I mean, I'm I'm. Uh, I mean, I definitely, I definitely. Pick, pick parts of his game as well, and uh, Russ, is, Russ is changing the game. I'm going to put you on the spot. Who 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 do you think is the best player in the NBA right now? The best player in the NBA? Um, <laughs> the best player in the NBA. I, I got to go with Steph Curry. <laughs> I thought you might go that way. I got to go with Steph Curry. <laughs> I got to go with Steph Curry, for sure. <laughs> is, is there a player that, that you're potentially most excited to, to compete against? Once you do make that move to the next level, um, I, I'm definitely looking forward to playing uh, a few guys. Um, I, I, I want to play against some of the guys that I grew up playing against. Um, the guys who who got drafted this year, uh, guys like Fox, De'Aaron Fox. Um, I mean Dennis Smith with Dallas and uh, those guys. But also, I'm also looking forward to to Garden, a guy like Steph. Um, a guy like Kyrie, um, even a guy like Russ, um, those those are guys that I mean, I, I would love to guard and, and for them to guard me and I mean just have battles, right? Um, I mean, in battles, I, I, that would be fun. You know, I'm curious. One of the big um, topics in college basketball and and even in the high school world right now is, is one and done. I'm curious what your take is uh, being a player. You know, do you agree with you know, kids having to go to college for a year. Do you think they should be able to go to high school? What's kind of your take on it? Um, I mean, I feel like, I feel like, um, I feel like I think the call the one year, one year, one year removed, um, from high school is good. But I mean, I, I, I feel like there's, there's also guys that they could, could go, um, straight out of high school. um, but I mean, I, I don't, I don't really know. Uh, I would probably, I, I like the one-year removed rule. 
um, whether you go to college or whether you uh, go overseas or, or even straight to the G League um, for a year. But, I mean, I just think the one year removed is good. Uh, I don't necessarily like the either you leave after high school um, and go straight to the league or two years. Got it. Now, you and you and uh, Michael Porter are, are close friends, played together throughout your high school careers. Uh, how disappointed for him were you that, that he hasn't been able to play this season? Uh, I, was, I was very I was very heartbroken. Uh, I mean, he's definitely one of my close friends. We still talk, I mean, all the time. Um, I mean, it, it was definitely tough hearing that he wasn't going to play this year. Uh, but, I mean, I know I know him and his family well, and I know uh, Mike is going to – Mike is going to – do big big things in basketball so i know he he wanted to take care of himself and make sure he gets back to 100 percent before he he um i mean he, he would get hurt worse so uh i mean i was i was definitely hurt hearing that but i was i mean i was also happy and relieved that he's going to be getting better and um he'll be able to, to play soon so now trey you you know his game as well as anybody um for the average college fan that that hasn't seen him play What's what's your scouting report of Michael Porter? You you know you've been passing him the ball for years. What what, what makes him such a special player and prospect? I mean, I mean he's obviously a six eleven freak. Um, <laughs> he can do it all. He can jump. He can score uh, at all three levels. Um, but I think his main thing, um, I mean, two two things that he doesn't get a lot of credit for is just one. I mean, on his defensive end, he he's a I mean, he he can play defense. I mean, he can block shots. He can he can do a lot of things on the defensive end. But um, he, he's also so cerebral. He's I mean, he's a very smart player. He knows um, he knows how to get to his spots, and he knows. Um, I mean, if he has mismatches on him, whether to take him down in the post or stretch him out to the wing, he just he just knows how to play basketball. And uh, I think that's uh, I mean, an uh, attribute that not a lot of people have in in today's game and. I mean that. I think that's what sets Mike apart from a lot of six eleven uh, guys who can jump out the gym and do certain things because he's just such a smart basketball player. Um, he can do it all for sure. Now, Trey, you guys uh, just one loss on the season, um, but obviously big big goals ahead. You know, the Big Twelve play has started. Where, where do you think your team has to improve the most to uh, to accomplish your your season goals? Um, I mean, I I think we've done. I mean, really good things. Uh, I mean, up to now, and now that we're starting Big 12 play, it's, it's going to be a battle every night. Um, there's no, there's no walk walk through any game in the Big 12. Um, I mean, we just got to better, get better. I mean, anytime you have it, anytime you can you can win on the road in the Big 12. I mean, it's good. Um, so we we've been able to to do that once so far at uh, TCU. So that was a good good road win for us. And um, though we know we got to continue to get better get better and um i mean we got we got bedlam this week this wednesday um so tomorrow and uh that's gonna be a tough game but then we got west virginia on saturday but we're going to continue just take it one game at a time like we've been doing and focus on oklahoma state tomorrow and uh that's what you got to do with the 12 the 12 is tough so you got to take it one game at a time and um we have goals to win the 12 um this year and um, ultimately win a national championship. And right now we're on the right track, but we got a long ways to go and to get better. You know, you know who I've been impressed with, Trey, is Brady Manick. Uh, I, I saw him a little in high school, but, man, he, he's, been, he's been pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. Brady, Brady's, 
Brady's as good as it gets. Um, Brady's a, a really good player. Um, I mean, he can really shoot the ball, really spread the floor. Uh, he doesn't get a lot of a lot of credit for his athleticism. Um, I mean, he, he's very athletic. Uh, he'll surprise you and, and quick dunk you sometimes. Um, but he, he's, I mean, he's a really good player. Uh, very smart. Um, I mean, he's he, and he makes the game so so easy. Uh, he makes it look so easy. Uh, he has a really fast release on his shot too. Um, and on the defensive end, I mean, he go last game. Uh, he's been known for knocking down shots and doing all this on the offensive end. But last game, you only think he only had four points, but he had 13 rebounds. And um, I mean, that was big. I mean, him him going up against Kendrick Williams is is not an easy easy uh, easy game. So uh, with him going out and grabbing 13 rebounds, I mean, shows he can do it on both ends. And so he, he's been he's been outstanding so far. For sure. Well, last question, Trey, before I let you go. I heard a little rumor that you're afraid of birds. What's what's that about? Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm I'm terrified of birds. And <laughs> it, it's funny because now now that it's getting out, I mean, I I can't go to restaurants without people joking with me about about these birds. Um, I mean, I've always been afraid of birds. I've always been afraid of birds. When you go on the beach and when you're in LA and you go to the beach and you see all these all these birds around, I mean, <laughs> people are worried. People are worried about the water and stuff. I'm more worried about the birds. Um, but yeah, I mean, my teammates are definitely getting a good joke about that too. When we were overseas and uh, I mean, we were in Australia and and uh, and uh, New Zealand. I mean those foreign countries, I don't know what it is or what what about it, but, I mean, I feel like there's just two times the amount of birds over there than there are over here, and they were they were getting jokes out of that and uh, wanting to eat outside and stuff like that, so they're, they're definitely uh, joking, joking with me about that. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> one of my biggest fears, for sure. <laughs> well, Trey, man, I, I appreciate your time. Congrats on how you've played so far this season, and, and good luck the rest of the way. Okay, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. This is Roy Williams. A performance from the start that could not have been any finer. North Carolina is the 2009 national champion. You're living to the sidelines with Evan Daniels. Now let's welcome in my colleague from over at 24-7 Sports, Josh Gershon, a guy that uh, I respect his opinion when it comes to evaluating as much as anybody in the country. Uh, Josh, how you doing, buddy? Great, especially after that incredible compliment. <laughs> I bet, I bet. Um, let, let's jump right in. I just had uh, Trey Young on, on the podcast and uh, wanted to kind of dive into him as a player. He's obviously uh, been absolutely tremendous this year. I, I said earlier on the the podcast that I think he's he's probably been the most productive player. Uh, in the country, I mean, he's he, he's putting up ridiculous numbers, 29.5 points a game, 10.7 assists, 3.5 rebounds. He, he's shooting it 41% from three. Uh, how, how impressed have you been with this kid this year? I, I definitely can't say I thought that he was going to come in and be a top three contender for national player of the year. Uh, some of the numbers that he's put up have been – Completely absurd. I mean, the, the fact that he's been able to step in uh, to college basketball at the high major level and put up uh, not only just the numbers that, that he has from a, from a shooting um, perspective, but also the way he's creating for others. I mean, uh, I think he's averaging double-digit assists a game to go, to go with all the points. 
um, he, he's really been, a, it's, it's been a, a fascinating transition from high school to college and definitely not one that I probably was expecting in year one. Yeah, no, I, I, same thing. And I, I even said to Trey uh, earlier on the show, you know, I, I think he bypassed the adjustment period that most freshmen go through. Now, now, don't get me wrong. There's still some areas that he can improve. But, I mean, he's been ridiculous as a shooter. He's been ridiculous as a scorer. Um, but the area I think I've been most impressed with is his facilitating and his passing and uh, his ability to operate in, in the pick and roll. Um, he, he's far exceeded my expectations. I mean, this is a guy that we had ranked pretty high. He was always somewhere in the, the 20 to 25 range. Uh, for a lot of his high school career, but obviously looking back, that's uh, that's a miss. He he clearly should have been higher. He's he's been uh, tremendous for Oklahoma this season. W- w- what were your expectations for Trey Josh coming into this season? Well, the, I, I expected that he maybe wouldn't have the leash that he's had at Oklahoma, and that that was kind of one of the concerns watching him in high school was that he was basically allowed to do whatever he wanted to do. And while there was a lot of good that came with that, there was, there was a lot of, uh, you know, forced shots, uh, forced, forced passes, turnovers, overhandling. Uh, there, there was a lot of concerns and it's usually, there's usually a transition period in which a, a kid is able to get that kind of confidence uh, from his head coach and long Kruger's done an amazing job with him instilling that confidence right away that he's totally allowed to be who he is as a player. And they pretty much maximize his efficiency, uh, taking a lot of really bad shots and, and making some difficult passes. So I, I, I think that's what it kind of, I thought it was going to take a little bit of time for both sides, uh, Long Kruger's side and Trey Young's side to be able to come together and, and find a way that works best for Oklahoma basketball. Uh, the fact that it essentially happened in day one is, is not at all what I was expecting. Yeah, no, same here. I mean, I obviously thought and knew that he was a really good player and, and thought that he was going to have a, uh, a chance to have a really good season. But you kind of hit on it, too, with Lon Kruger, the confidence he stilled in him. Trey Young's made a great college choice. He went to a place that – um, that he knows really well, and he's been able to slide right into that system and have ridiculous success. And um, you know, he, he he he's just he's just playing at a ridiculously high level. And I I think one area that maybe I've been impressed the most was him operating in pick and rolls and the patience that he showed. Um, and then his range and his consistency as a shooter has really improved. You know, there were times in high school where, um, you know, you, you always knew he could shoot. He had good mechanics. Uh, he could get a shot off quick. Um, but, but there were times where you, you, you thought maybe he was getting a little volumey. What well, I, I think he's, he's really continued to progress as a shooter and, and, and as a player in general. Um, and, and I think that's probably where he's improved the most. And I, I, I do think going forward, there's some areas, Josh, that, that he's going to have to get better at. I mean, at four turnovers a game right now, but he's got the ball in his hands so much, you know, you expect him to turn it over some. H- how do you see Trey uh, transli- transitioning to the next level, Josh? I, I think the biggest um, – what, what makes that question so difficult is that the, the same issues that we maybe had with Trey as a prospect. And again, we really like Trey, like being a top 25 prospect means 
we think you're probably an NBA player. Uh, did we think he was this uh, right away? At, at least no, but uh, we knew there was he had a lot of talent. So the the but the, some of the same question marks that you would have about Trey right now or Trey a year ago to right now are the same question marks that you would have for Trey moving forward at the NBA level. Is he going to be allowed to take uh, so many of the shots that that he's allowed to, or have the ball in his hands as as much as it currently is? I, I mean. Certainly, if he's going to operate efficiently-wise, the same way that he that he is in that game, that he is in college, uh, of course, the, the answer to that would be yes. But there's a, there's a much different transition for a point guard going from uh, college to the NBA. We've seen it again and again, almost no matter what your numbers are uh, in in high school that or sorry in college that you're going to take a big step back right away in the NBA and going to have to build your way up and being able to play within an NBA offense is going to be a transition for any of them. So, um, but all, all that being said, his ability to, to handle, to, to run uh, an NBA offense, um, to shoot the ball from well beyond NBA range, his vision, all those tools, you know, they, they, they fit the profile of a very successful NBA point guard. And he's receiving a lot of comparisons to, to Steph Curry and, Obviously, I don't expect him to become that, but he's in that mold of a point guard, and so he's he's going to get drafted very high accordingly. Yeah, that that kind of leads me into my next question, um, and is where 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 do we see this kid going in the draft? I mean, I, I think it's pretty clear that he's played himself uh, into a, a top ten pick in next year's NBA draft. Yeah, I, I think if you're an NBA team and you need a point guard and you're drafting in the top ten, I. I Still think Owen Sexton's right there in terms of uh, at the point guard at the top of the list with Trey Young, but you're probably choosing between one of those two players and Trey. It's probably split on on a lot of draft boards which direction you would go in. There's, there's Trey Young is very good, um, but so is Colin Sexton, and and we talked about Sexton before his his unbelievable competitive spirit and what he brings as a as a two way player. Uh, both with his uh, defensive ability down the line and um, ability to play on and off the ball as a, a relentless scorer, there, there's a lot of value to, to him as well. So it, it, it's going to be a really tough decision between those two players. And I'm, I'm guessing that the teams that are drafting, looking for point guards, are going, going to really struggle. They're, they're, I don't know if that decision is one that can be made anytime soon. No, it's not. I mean, we're still five and a half months, uh, nearly six months away uh, from the 2018 NBA draft, and both of those guys obviously still um, have to finish out their seasons and then declare for the draft. But I, I think it's pretty evident that those two um, are tracking as the two best point guards in that that crop of of point guards for that draft. Obviously, Trayvon Duvall is is probably in the mix in some uh, form or fashion. I think it's pretty clear and evident that Trey has played better. Uh, not that those other two have played bad. They've both had some really bright moments, especially Colin. Um, but I think Trey has, has had the better season to date. How that factors in going forward, we'll see. Um, ob- obviously, they've both been been really good, and they both have some strengths in, uh, in, in areas that, that they're going to have to improve on. I actually just watched uh, Alabama go through a, a shoot-around, and, and you said it. I mean, Colin Sexton's competitiveness – uh, and how relentless he is as a driver, and I, I think he's improved as a shooter too, um, shooting 39% from three, 
Um, so it, it's a it's a fun debate to have, and it's one we'll continue to have. I, I think both of those guys are where, where they fall in the top ten. I think it's probably a little early to know, but I think they're both. Uh, if you were doing a mock draft, they're both right there. Yeah, completely agree. And uh, it add, add Trey to the list of players. And last time we did this, we talked about the the jump that guys like Marvin Bagley and DeAndre Aiden have made over the over the last year. And Trey Young was kind of turning the corner at that point. Maybe they're just a little bit more of a body of work they, that he's put together. But add him to that list, he, he definitely wasn't anyone that we would have said was going to be a top 10 player or a top 10 pick in the, in the draft after one year. And it, he's, he's having one of those rare freshman seasons that you just don't see a whole lot in college basketball. So it's, it's been awesome to see him take that next step. For sure, and uh, he, he's such an engaging kid, um, clearly works hard. And, you know, I, I think this all brings up another point. It's something that you and I have talked about quite a bit, is basically having more time to evaluate these kids. These high school rankings were forced to, to basically uh, end the process in, in when we put out our final high school uh, rankings. And obviously those rankings consist of a lot of upside and who we think is going to end up being the best player. Uh, but everyone's developmental curve is different. And uh, it's been pretty impressive to see how Trey's developed over, you know, the last six to seven months since um, the the McDonald's All-American game. And that's the, that's the challenge. And we could develop the entire podcast on this subject. And I'm sure probably will um, once things are a little bit more solidified. But at the point that the NBA does open the draft to high school kids, which we think is going to be sooner than later, there's going to be a lot of challenges because it's probably very easy for an NBA scout or a fan to watch a DeAndre Aiden or a Marvin Bagley or a Trey Young uh, right now and be like, well, those are, those are obvious picks. Anyone can see that coming without realizing the jump that all three of those players made from a year ago. And not saying they weren't elite prospects because for they sure. all were, but – a year ago, an NBA team wouldn't be so inclined to uh, probably put the amount of money for towards those players as they would at this at this time. So I, there's going to be NBA teams that are really going to have to adjust their scouting process because that that year they get extra from a, a player's senior year of high school to their freshman year of college, where we we learn significantly more information about them. Um, it, it is very invaluable to the process, and that's probably going to be stripped away from them. For sure. It'll be interesting to see how those guys uh, handle that whole process. Josh, uh, appreciate you taking out the time and jumping on the podcast. Yes, anytime. We'd like to thank Trey Young and Josh Gershon once again for jumping on the sidelines with Evan Daniels podcast. Before I let you guys go, I want to make sure that you are supporting the sidelines podcast. You can do that over at Apple Podcasts. Hit the subscribe button for me. Would also love it if you left a rating and or a review. You can also shoot me a note over on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Evan Daniels. Thanks for listening and talk to you next week.